We interrupt your program to issue a severe warning for an impending emergency making its way to your area. We urge you to be watchmen of the times and to be prepared with the essential knowledge and supplies for the wake of the final hour. Welcome to the Final Hour Podcast, uh, coming to you from the original Living Word Christian Center out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we have uh, Linnea Farrell, myself, Jim Hammond, our producer, Dee Schrader over there, yep. and uh, John, Big Johnny Gap is still on, what do they call that again? Paternity leave. Yes, I did, yeah, paternity leave. And so we miss him, and we wish him the best. Uh, um, not sure if he's back next week or the week after, but, um, um, you know, we'll be glad when he is back. Yes, we will be. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I, you know, once we get going, I, I, we're going to give you some news that's not in the news. <laughs> and, but before we, do, and so once we do the news that's not in the news, um, I want you to stay tuned because uh, a little after, because at, later in this episode, um, we want to talk about this asteroid that NASA says is going to hit the Earth um, on a Friday, the 13th in April t- uh, 2029, um, i.e., I believe it is the Wormwood uh, in Revelation, uh, which is part of the judgments of Revelation. And that this thing is coming. Um, they have a date for it. and mm-hmm. um, but, but we'll just begin just... To begin with, and Linnea, if I, unless I forget, remember you've got uh, you've got the artificial intelligence article. I'm ready, okay. Jim. But I want to give you some stuff on on uh, Russia and Syria. Uh, we're just running this week joint military drills along the Syrian border. Remember mm-hmm. last week or a couple weeks ago, we said that Israel was uh, was running their biggest military exercises they had ever run. In a statement, Syria's defense minister announced that two Russian Su-35 fighter jets, six Syrian MiG-23s and MiG-29 aircraft simulated facing hostile warplanes and drones. Uh, the Syrian pilots engaged with the enemy um, in, in the exercise while the Russian warplanes afforded them cover um you know this is an imaginary enemy they're engaging with um the the drill came just hours after an airstrike hit the southern border uh, of once again damascus and an attack the assyrians attributed to israel syrian state tv quoted an unnamed military official saying the air defense systems were activated in the capital against hostile targets and most uh israeli missiles were shot down now, remember, in February, Russia deployed um, MiG-31K fighter jets with hypersonic uh, missiles and long-range uh, Tu-22M strategic bombers to its air base in Syria. Huh. All right, so mm-hmm. they're loading up uh, their air force there. And until now, Israel has carried out airstrikes against Iranian and Hezbollah military targets in and around Damascus. Uh, with Russia's uh, permission. 
which uh, maintains sophisticated. The Russians have sophisticated high anti-aircraft systems that control the skies over Syria. But the Israeli government has been forced to play a dangerous balancing act um, in its involvement in the Ukraine, weighing its relations with uh, Russia. Remember, as we reported also a couple weeks ago, the situation came to an head when Russian forces opened fire on the Israeli jets with advanced S-300 anti-aircraft missiles. Mm -hmm. So this thing is all ramping up. You have the Russians and Syrians running exercises um, on right on the uh, on the Golan Heights, there that little buffer zone um, between the Israelis and the Syrians. Actually, the Israelis own it. They took it back in 1967. And so, um, also one more thing: the Hezbollah is building observation posts. They're huge towers on the Lebanon border, and they're hmm. <laughs> so they could observe what the Israelis are doing. And they're saying it's all under the guise of environmental protection of course and so there's a lot things are just heading forward over there interesting and you know what what is it you have on this artificial intelligence very interesting this is very interesting so i don't know how many of you out there have um been following this but i was scrolling through my instagram the other day and i saw a picture of like a cardinal it was on the new york post and i'm like this is kind of weird so i read it and this is what the newspapers are saying well this is the new york post article that i read Artificial intelligence spotted inventing its own creepy language, okay? So the New York Post is saying, the system has one strange behavior. It started writing its own language of random arrangements of letters, and researchers don't know why. And the comment section underneath this is like, unplug the computers, take the computers away. But this is everywhere. So a newspaper in India also said artificial intelligence caught writing its own creepy language by researchers. Something creepy, this is their, this is their article. Something creepy recently happened in the world of technology after an artificial intelligence program reached the pinnacle of independence by writing its own language. Okay? So then this is the sun. Artificial intelligence spotted inventing its own creepy language and it's baffling researchers. So you have this artificial intelligence program that was, you know, being controlled by people and computers. And now it went off on its own and it started creating its own language. And if you read about it, they like do, they like send pictures to each other. And the computers are, like, interacting. And nobody can understand what the language is that they're writing. So they're, like, going off on their own. Is that just insane? It's baffling the researchers. Like, nobody thought that that would happen? It, ha- it has to be a demonic activity. For sure. Uh, definitely behind that. Um, that's, that's We're progressing here. Yes, it's, we are progressing. It's progressing. And, and I just want to talk to you in, about the book of Revelation and Revelation... Uh, the book of Revelation, there are 21 primary judgments. Um, and, um, you know, we last week, there's more than 21 judgments, but there's 21 primary ones. Last week, we opened with the first five of the seven seal judgments. And we left off on the sixth judgment seal, which can be found in Revelation chapter 6, 12 through 17, and beheld when I had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. The stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken by a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll, 
at when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman, every fig, every freeman hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said the mount and said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne from the wrath of the lamb. And so for the for the uh, for the great day of his wrath has come. Who shall be able to stand? And so we're basically, you have a huge earthquake. The sun turns black. The moon turns red. And the Bible says the stars of heaven fall like figs. That's in verse 13, fall like figs of revelation. And so. So these people are understanding then that there is a God, right? Because they're they're asking for whoever is doing this to send to crush them with the rocks, right? So then they understand that they're, because, you know, you're, this is in the, the rapture after the rapture happened. Yeah. So this is the tribulation. So these people understand that there's a higher being and they're still not, you know, going that way. It, it, it sounds like they're, it says they hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. So they're trying to hide, right? Right. And they said to the mountains and rocks, you know, basically hide us. From, oh, yeah, from the face of him right. that sitteth on the throne. Um, so, so that's interesting. Yeah. So they understand that there's a God, but they're like, they're still trying to hide from him. I don't know. When an asteroid hits the earth, it's not necessarily, it doesn't come down like we picture it as in one big rock. But when it gets into the, a certain uh, uh, depth into the atmosphere, pieces of it, start falling off of it, and it lands everywhere in waves over large swaths of land. And it says that every mountain and island are moved out of their places. It says this earthquake causes every king and the falling debris from the asteroid on earth, every man to hide themselves. And, and these, this is what the Bible is calling stars. I believe it's an, it's, it's an asteroid and pieces of that asteroid hitting the earth. And the seventh seal is Revelation 8.1, where at the breaking open of the seventh seal, there is complete silence in the planet heaven for 30 minutes. Mm. All right. And so listen how the seals are connected with the trumpet judgments, because from it's almost like the seventh seal, you have silence in heaven is a door opening to the trumpet judgments. Because watch what happens. We go to Revelation 8.1. And when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. The angel took the censer, filled it with with fire of the altar, cast it into earth, and there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. The seven angels, which had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. Crazy. So in essence, at the end of the sealed judgments, we, we, we go straight after the, the seventh seal is almost like a, an introduction to the trumpet, the trumpet judgments. 
And so this, it seems to be the door opening for the trumpet judgments where there's 30 minutes of silence in heaven. Which is so interesting. Yes. And so we know with the opening of the tribulation, as we talked about last week, the first seal is opened with the Antichrist. The Antichrist being revealed is, is the first seal. So we know that, that these seals don't necessarily happen, uh, these judgment seals, in, in the last three and a half years, like a lot of scholars uh, teach. I don't know if these judgments are spread out over every six months. You get a new seal. No one really knows the timeline on how much separates the seal judgments uh, from from one judgment to another. I have one question. Okay. Do you f- you know the two witnesses that are here? Yes. Do you feel like what maybe when they die, that's when the silence in heaven is? Wow. Or it could you, be. You, you, that's a great point. Right. When they die, that is a really good point. If you know, because the, they die right at about three and a half years. Right. Um, they die right, but. Before the uh, uh, abomination of desolation, right, which is allows the antichrist to walk in um, to the temple, right, you know, and desecrate it, abomination of desecration, desolation, desolated. Yeah. Yes. So you've got you. That's a you, that's a second question that that you've just stumped <laughs> me with today. So keep them coming. I don't know that that's. St- I'm just. I'm just asking. Well, it really makes you think. What that would be interesting. I remember how. Uh, Jesus stood up on his throne when uh, Stephen died, oh. when he was stoned. He was stoned to death, and the Bible says Jesus stood up kind of in wow. honor of him. So Interesting. So you've got, you've got seven seal judgments, seven trumpet judgments, and seven bowl judgments, B-O-W-L, in the book. Maybe it's B-O-L-E. I don't no, know. No, it's B-O-W-L. B-O-W-L in the book of Revelation. And going along with numerous other judgments, but in my opinion, these are the na- the main ones, these twenty one judgments. And I've, I'm, I'm of the opinion, and people, uh, there's a lot of people out there that refute this, that these judgments, um, the first five seals especially, all happen within the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Right. But as we were talking about last week, um, I, I, I'm not the only one that believes this. All right. Right. You've got the first seal that's open with the Antichrist immediately, immediately after the rapture. And so all hell's going to break loose with these seal judgments. And, and no one can know for sure. If you want to know more about the first five seal judgments, just check out last week's episode. Yes. Um, but today we're going to get into the trumpet judgments. I do not believe we're going to be able to finish. I know we're not going to be able to finish the seven trumpet judgments this week. Because we've got a lot of uh, other things we want to talk about. We'd mm-hmm. like to tell you about what's going on around the world um, that should interest you in regard to the end times. And so um, now with our investigative reporter, <laughs> Linnea Farrell. <laughs> that's news great. that's not in the news. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. Makes me think of high school when you have to do like, a video for class, and you have to do like a news story. That's kind of how that felt right there. Yeah, like we're in high school. Yeah, it was like my dream to be an investigative reporter. Well, that's what you are. Okay. Um, so I don't know if anybody has been paying attention or seen, but um, on the news lately, there has been, I would say, more attacks against Christians than I've heard in a couple years, right? So you have uh, on, let's see, MSNBC, it says this was an article written. Why Christian nationalism is suddenly at the forefront. 
As the conservative movement continues its embrace of religious extremism, media outlets are taking note. And I just want to make a point about this. Isn't it interesting? Maybe no one knows this or it's quieter. But George Soros is buying up conservative radio stations right now. Like he just bought like five or ten this week, five to ten this week. Uh It's just popping up on, I think we are Breitbart or something is the um, news outlet that I'm seeing that on. But he just bought two yesterday. Uh-huh. Okay, so anyways, so this is what the, the article of the guy who wrote it, he says, if you're at the center of a religious crusade, do you think you'd be able to detect it? I ask because it's becoming increasingly clear that the United States states is under siege by Christian fundamentalists and traditionalists. Under siege. Like, that is what he says. He says um, he's blaming, like, GOP campaigns for bringing God into it and saying, like, we have the power of God with us. We have Jesus Christ that we're serving here. This is what um, Mastriano said. He said he's guiding and directing our steps. So this reporter in jest says, I just spoke with God about this post, and they denied being part of Mastriano's plan. But I I digress, right? So he's ripping on Christians. Then you have the view. the um, You know, the view, those uh, illustrious women. Yes, that... I don't know. I don't know why people watch them, yeah, but well, they annoy me. They annoy me too. Yes. But um, the Setmeyer is her name. She says that she blames Christian nationalism for mass shootings. Right? She said that uh, it's part of the Christian nationalism. This rise in violent Christian nationalism that we have seen is also disturbing. These biblical principles, and they pervert them to justify these types of things. The, she's talking about you know the situation that happened with Uvalde in Texas two weeks ago. Now that was really sad. But she's like, it's God, guns, and Trump in Texas. And I just want to say, I'm part of a uh, group chat with probably 20 women from Texas, and that is not how they talk, right? It's not all about God, gun, and Trumps. But okay, anyways. But let's not forget that in uh, 2021, MSNBC compared Christians to the Taliban. So obviously, they're slamming Christians, slamming our faith, and they're coming against it, right? They're trying to debunk what we believe in and how, and they're just, they're twisting it. And people are listening to that, and now they're turning against Christians, saying, yeah, we blame, we're blame, we blaming Christian because, you know, the real versus white thing is a really big deal right now. You just had Justice uh, Kavanaugh. You had someone, you know, try to go to his house yesterday and kill him, right? The guy showed up, and the police came, but they're attacking Christians. They're attacking conservatives. They're contact, attacking the, you know, people who believe on the, what's it called? the Supreme Court justices, they're attacking those people who have faith in God, right? And who use that as a basis for truth in their life, right? So that that's what's happening. And we're going to see this continue to ramp up. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I even, um, I, I was, a number of months ago, I remember seeing this about three weeks in a, a row in church where it, it there is going to be a, a time where, you, you, did. where you, 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 you have to go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You have to either stand up, Right. Right. Or or or, you know, or deny it or deny it or hide it. And so hide the fact uh, of what your beliefs. I don't think this is going away. No, I I think this is going to get more prevalent as we get closer to the rapture. Right. And I mean, I was just watching an interview uh, that this Matt Walsh guy did um, about like, what is a woman? And he was just asking this guy, what is truth? What is truth? And the person was getting the professor is getting so bothered with the fact that he kept saying, but what is truth? What is the truth? What? And he was like, you're walking on thin ice. I'm going to have to let you go. So it's not even based on truth anymore. It's about your feelings and how you feel and how you push the narrative one way or the other way. And so um, 
That 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 was as interesting news that's not in the news, Lanaya. Thank you. <laughs> but whatever we don't finish this week, okay, with these judgments, right? Um, we'll we'll come back to and finish them next week. So we 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 just read in Revelation eight six, you have seven angels prepared to sound the trumpets of the seven trumpet judgments. Revelation eight seven, the first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. And they were cast upon the earth, and a third part of the trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. Now, what, what this is, is I believe this is from the sixth seal, uh, when it says in verse 13, the stars fell from heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've heard numerous scholars write or say that one-third of the trees were burned up on the grass, uh, burned up on the earth, all the grass was burned up on the earth from that sixth seal that was open when the asteroid is raining down particles on the earth because uh, the, the, the particles heat up as they get into the atmosphere. Um, and it seems like uh, we, we, it's, it, we seem to have a good flow. Uh, I don't know why. I, um, go ahead. Yeah, so. Well, I do have something to say, but di- um, didn't you say a couple verses ago that the angel filled the incense with, and then they set flames and fires down, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's that's what's happening here. Is those fires are coming down and wow, yes, and yes. burning things up. You got the gift of revelation there. Thank you, Lord. Um, but we just want to talk to you about some issues going on in the world that you need to uh, be aware of. Uh, that it's 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 really not. A surprise with our investigative reporter, our news that's not in the news. <laughs> Again? Oh, is this the smart cities, green cities? Probably. Uh, yes. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, we did talk about blue zone cities with John when he was here. He was talking about that lady who wrote in who said we have to be aware and be watching things, which I live in a more liberal city. So I've been watching things a little more clearly while I was coming home from, uh, going out to dinner with my son and on a speed limit sign, there was a sign in the city next to ours that said green step city. And I was like, what is like, I saw like three times on three signs in a row. So I was like, that's really interesting. Like I've never seen that before. I've lived here for seven years and green step, city. green step city coming to a city near you. Yes. There's actually 156 cities in the, in Minnesota. That are green step cities. And it just like came in and that's the first I heard about it, right? Was on the sign. So isn't it interesting that to be a part of the green step city after you like do the first five steps, the sixth step or something like that is putting a sign in your city that tells that you're a part of this group. Okay. But basically what it's doing is it wants you to go green. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Go green. So becoming more sustainable and resilient. So they're going to track you. Like, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but unlike your center point energy bill for maybe the last three years, you've gotten like what your neighbors use, what you use. And I thought, why are they tracking my energy? I don't know. I just, at first I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, kind of started to get weird by it. Like, I don't want I don't care. Like it is what it is. But anyways, so they track you, right? They track it and they put it into the system. And depending on how your city is, they allow, this is interesting. They allow your city councils which that's why you have to pay attention to who is in your city councils. They have total control and choice of how to implement best practices for you and your city. So like total control, that's what it says. That like that caught me off guard, right? So you have these green step cities 
that just start slowly by pay- like this is how they do it. They just slowly infiltrate in, and then you become you know they're trying to push the blue zone cities. So this is the first step to that. So the green step city ends and it turns into a blue zone city. Yes, eventually. I believe so. But the the green step is like, hey, we're just you know we want you to be environmentally friendly. So you know shut your lights off or don't use water on these days. Or that's great, right? It's fine for the environment, but. The fact that they have total control to do things, and didn't we talk about like last week or the week before, power grid issues, right? Where they can shut your power off. And this is all coming from the World Economic Forum. Yes. And they're doing it on the on a local, locally, yes. city council by city council, and you'll see that the requirements uh, ramp up as it. It's something to watch. You know, if you've got a green step city which eventually the goal for that is to turn it into a blue zone city. And uh, it's, it's, it's not a positive thing. In the end, in the end they'll, it'll be, have, have to do with how much meat you eat yeah. as a person. Seriously, right. um, that's, that's where it's going. But Revelation 8, 8, 9, the second angel sounded. Here's the second trumpet judgment. As it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. A third part of the sea became blood. A third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships that were in the sea were destroyed. This is part of, uh, you could say, residual judgment from the judgment of the sixth seal from where the asteroid strikes the earth. And I personally believe this is uh, what the Bible calls wormwood. It's what NASA is predicting to, to, to hit the earth on April, uh, Friday the 13th, April 2029. And what we just read, so, so you have what I believe is wormwood. And I'm going to tell you why later. Um, later in the episode, uh, wormwood, is stri- it, it strikes the ocean and completely causes chaos in the earth's uh, oceans, killing half of the creatures in the sea and one-third of the ships. Now, the third trumpet judgment Judgment in uh, Revelation 8, 10, and 11, third angel sounded. There fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. It fell upon a third part of the rivers. Well, remember, in the sixth sail, we already had stars falling, correct? Mm-hmm. And so upon the, upon the fountains of waters, and the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because the waters were made bitter. And I'm going to say it again in another way, okay? The sixth seal and these first four trumpet judgments are connected. And basically, uh, it gives us uh, what, what this is. It's a star, a huge, the Bible calls it a star. It's a huge uh, asteroid, all right? That, that's what today's scientists are calling it. The Bible calls it wormwood. And so we've got one-third of the waters are poisoned from this asteroid, and many, many people die from drinking that water. Remember in verse 10, the asteroid is burning and falling or burning while it's falling or pieces of the asteroid are burning um, as they're hitting the earth. And so, and if we look back um, on the sixth seal, Revelation 6, 12, behold, he opened the sixth uh, seal. You had an earthquake, right? The sun turned, became black. The moon became blood, verse 13. The stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs. So I'm telling you, this this 
is part of what we're seeing. This is the fallout, right? The stars fell, um, but we what, what what did we just read? We read, you know, one third of the uh, one third the, all the grass on on the on the earth was burned up. One third of the trees were burnt up. Now you've got half the ocean. Uh, have we done the ocean creatures yet? Yeah, you said a third of them die. Yes, the and ships, a, and the, the ships. ships, and now all the waters. What chaos! All the waters. Uh, half half of those one third of those waters are poisoned, and so um, in Revelation six sixteen and said to the rocks. Well, okay, we're just gonna move. I was gonna. S- I was gonna say I have heard. I heard somebody compare that time to like what is at Mount St. Helens. I don't know if you've been to Mount St. Helens, but it's very eerie. It's like, I don't, I, I don't, unless you've been there, you can feel it, but that is how the whole earth is going to feel just like eerie and desolate. Well, it, it, and that's the reason it gets black and you can't see because of the dust um, huh. from the, the huge um, pieces of asteroid hitting the earth all over the earth. You remember the dust with Mount St. Helens? Yes. How it, yes. Everything, and then it started traveling east and so, but, but around that mountain, you know, it was very dark. And so, um, we're seeing that in the seal judgments and the trumpet judgments and the tribulation, everything is partial one third here, one half. But when you get to the bowl judgments, all right, um, uh, it's total, it's, it's everything. It's a hundred percent. It's not a third. It's not a half. No. And you'll see in revelation 16, all the waters of the earth become poison. And so, um, I guess I guess the, those are the people that are left behind. They're going to want huge water supplies. I know it's so right? sad. Right. I mean, you, you would want a whole. And room. the and the animals won't be able to. Eat, if there's any animals left, they won't be. They won't have any grass to eat. Right. And so, Revelation eight twelve the the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten. Third part of the moon. The third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, the day shone not for a third part of it. And the night likewise. So that's what I'm telling you. Boom, these things hit the earth. Huge swaths of dirt cover the atmosphere or, or dust. I beheld, I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. Uh, so I, you know, it's like so I said. So that angel's going to be in heaven saying that to everybody in heaven? Uh, let's read it. I, yeah, he's flying okay. through the midst of heaven. Okay. He's flying through the midst of heaven. So then not everybody in heaven is watching what's happening on the earth, right? Well, Maybe? I mean, no, because we'll be at the marriage supper of the lamb, and I'm going to be at the nacho table. I'll be at the dessert table. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be watching, you know. I'm not, no, that would be really this. hard to watch. Right, and so the amount of, of dust in the atmosphere, and, and as this asteroid gets closer to the earth, it heats up. To the point where it fries all the grass, um, burns down one third of the trees, uh, poisons one third of the water. I believe wormwood is a combination of the sixth seal opening. And from that sixth seal, you know, it says stars were falling. Mm -hmm. You've got the first four trumpet judgment judgments, which are in essence uh, what that star wormwood does to the earth, the destructiveness that lays waste under the earth. And before we get into NASA and how they affirmed that the asteroid is going to hit the earth in April of 2029, and then, you know, then they walked the statement back, feeling as if it would cause major panic. Mm -hmm. But other scientists have proven otherwise. 
NASA isn't the, the, the say-all, end-all of space study. Now, with that, uh, it's time for our, our, our investigative reporter, Linnea Farrell, with news that's not in the news. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> I'll talk about the World Economic Forum, people, since we were just talking about how there's going to be no grass. <laughs> <laughs> And how how the and there won't be any animals to eat the food. And isn't it interesting that you had a uh, last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago at the World Economic Forum, you had a uh, Klaus Schwab telling people that they should start to learn to eat mushrooms and fungi as a meat source. And in the UK for next year when they start school in four um, districts districts in Wales, they're going to start feeding the kids crickets and mealworms. To ages kids five through eleven in four primary schools, can you imagine having to eat that? That's like a dare. Like you know what I you know. Dare a dare. You. I would yeah. never eat that. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather starve than eat that. Well, I would cry. Um. Anyways, wow. Yeah. Wow. This took you off guard. This news that's not in the news segment. Yeah. Where are you is out? It of, are there? you out of information? No, you still I'm not have out the, of information. You still have the one thing on uh, on Bill Gates, though, right? Yes. You okay. Want me to so say no, that no, that's we save that for the okay. we save that for news that's not in the news at the end. <laughs> okay. Can't All right. wait. Can't okay. Wait. So wh- wh- you know, so listen. So this star, um, which NASA's got another name for, and originally they said it was going to hit the Earth, and then back walked that statement back. April 13th, 2029, um, it should kind of tell us if that's Wormwood in the tribulation at that time, we're talking about the tribulation judgments, then the rapture obviously is going to happen sometime before then. And it's, uh, I'm not, I'm not calling the day. I've never done that. It says no one can call the day or the time, but it doesn't say you can't know the season. And, and just let me tell you the, the, the way this goes. NASA originally said this asteroid, what they're calling um, Apophis. Apophis, is that right? I think so. Which is their lingo. NASA originally said that this asteroid, Apophis, would hit the Earth Friday the 13th of April 2029. Then about a year ago, they backed up and said, oh, no worries. It's just going to be a narrow miss and put the scientific community in an uproar when they said that because these scientists are all saying they're lying. Numerous, numerous scientists are saying NASA is lying about this. What they really originally said is the truth. This thing, which I believe is the Wormwood Star of Revelation 8, they said would hit the Earth. You've got top mathematicians sending letters to the White House on this, saying this is going to happen and that NASA is off in their calculations. These mathematicians are asking for the U.S. government scientists to cross-check NASA's wrong calculations because they're saying they're wrong. They're saying NASA is off by 680,000 miles, which is a near miss, apparently, in space. The specific <laughs> a near miss. The spit specific mathematician whose last name was Lear. That's the guy who wrote the White House, uh, saying NASA is either playing a game with traject- trajectory stats of this asteroid, or they're just flat out misleading the public. Another guy named Nathan Mirvald, who for many years was the head of the Microsoft Science Department. This guy is consistently listed every year as one of the top 100 scientists in the world. 
he wrote something called a peer review paper called an imperial evaluation of this coming asteroid. He's not only refutes NASA's calculations, but he's saying they're intentionally misleading the public. He's saying this is not an accident on their part that they are covering this up. Um, you have another guy. You can see him on YouTube. He's a famous planetary scientist, astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He says on April 13, 2029, these are his words. You can, you can find him on YouTube. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, these are his words, quoting, the Apophis will come uh, so close to Earth that it will dip below our orbital communication satellites. It will be the largest, closest thing we have ever observed to come by Earth. And we've, you were telling me it's as large as the Empire State Building? Yes, and, the, and it was discovered in 2005. So you have the Forbes magazine. They wrote, this is just funny, because on April uh, 13th of this year, they wrote, exactly seven years from today, a massive asteroid will get closer to Earth than some of our satellites. Should NASA visit it? Question mark. And then he ends the article saying, you know, how big it is, and that was discovered in 2005. And he said it's reckoned that an asteroid as big as that coming as close to the Earth as Apophis um, will is a one-in-a-thousand-years event. And then he says, we are safe for now. That's how he ends his article. And so he, 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 this, this guy that I was quoting, um, he says the orbit that we have, um, his name, again, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, the orbit that, that we have is, is uncertain, that there's no way that that NASA and, and we know for sure it's coming in under the satellite. So how can NASA say uh, guarantee it's going to be a near miss? Is what he's what is what he's he's what he's saying that it's impossible to tell exactly what the trajectory will be. And so that was quoting the famous planetary scientist and astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson on YouTube. We do know that NASA has a space program, and you can Google that. Mm -hmm. And there is currently a spaceship in space to try to figure out how to circumvent um, this falling Apophis or other asteroids. Don't get me wrong. This thing is massive. Isn't that wild, you guys? that we are already getting reports of the sixth seal of Revelation and the first four trumpets uh, judgments uh, in, the, in Revelation and the, that the Bible calls Wormwood. I know, and, it's all right there. And it's science is amazing. watching it approach Earth, and NASA is out there trying to cover it up because they don't want to cause panic. Um, but, but we won't have, they wouldn't want to cause mass panic, but we don't need to panic because Thank we God. know First Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven and with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, the dead in Christ shall rise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. And for the next seven years after that, we're going to be at the, what is it? Marriage Supper, Marriage of, the Supper of the Lamb. Yes, yes. And so... Um, and then it says with verse 18, that's why you need to comfort one another. We're not, we're not even going to be here for this. So this is not a reason to fear. Um, it's, it's actually, uh, it's a really cool thing living in this, in these times. Yeah, and so, it's interesting. And, and so now, um, you know, b before we sign off, uh, Linnea's got some really interesting info about Bill Gates with news that's not in the news. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. So again, reporting from Davos uh, two weeks ago, Bill Gates was, he did a panel there and he was talking about how the next pandemic is coming and how we need to be prepared for it. Right. And then, isn't that interesting? And he wrote a book, how to deal with the next pandemic, Bill Gates, the, the Microsoft or was he Microsoft windows? Yeah. Microsoft. Okay. He's a computer specialist, but now he's telling the world how to deal with or, you know, pandemics. But then just today, you had the Prime Minister of Health in Canada say the seventh COVID wave is coming and the pandemic is not over, right? It's not over. Well, and we know that, that that's coming. And when you've got Bill Gates, um, who, you know, he, he feels as if he can tell us how to live, right? Right. He owns more farmland. He's the biggest owner of farmland. And the second is China. Yeah. In, in the United in States. In the United States, by the way. And I guarantee he's not growing anything on that farmland because he doesn't want anything to grow. No. Right. He, he's a big uh, population. Uh, what's the word for Population it? control. No. Yeah. He doesn't want. He, he believes he, the, popu- the numbers on earth should be uh, diminished. Or, yes, um, he he did just talk about that, and so did President Biden a couple weeks ago. He yeah. did a news, uh, uh, a news whatever it's called press conference, and said that. So it's not it's not uh, it shouldn't catch anyone by surprise when the start stuff starts happening. But we've talked about the farmlands going up in flames, and I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and I, she was like, "Have you heard about that?" And I was like, "Yes." I was like, "It's not coincidence. Like this is all part of the plan." Did we mention 16 major um, food food plants went up in flames? Yeah, Six, but there's 16. so did many more than that. that? We week? did. We did. Okay. That was it, last there's, week. There's a lot more than that, um, and it's not coincidental. No. But um, we're just going to, as, as we sign off today, we're, and we want to th- thank all our viewers, thank all our listeners and su- subscribers on yes. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, all of it. We thank you so much. Please do subscribe. It, it, it helps us so much for you to do that. It, I believe in the end it, it helps with, with the amount of viewers and listeners that we wind up with. Right. And so uh, I just want to pray over you and, and I, I pray over our viewers and subscribers and uh, listeners, Lord, and I pray that you would grant unto them the spirit of wisdom and revelation, insight into mysteries and secrets and the deep and intimate knowledge of you by having the eyes of their hearts flooded with light, the light they need to have so they can know and understand the hope to which they have been called and how rich is your glorious inheritance in the saints, your set apart ones. May our viewers, listeners, and subscribers come to know and understand the immeasurable, unlimited, and surpassing greatness of your power that's in us and for us just because we believed. And how strong is it? It's the same power that you demonstrated which you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And I just pray this over over every viewer, every listener, um, every subscriber in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. God bless you.